This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How can we parent our children in ways that lead to a lasting faith? Stay tuned to learn more about Sarah Cohen Johnson's new book, Teach Your Children Well, a step-by-step guide for family discipleship. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1-30. through 30. The Lord gives Jehoshaphat military success. Later, the Moabites and Ammonites, along with some of the Meunites, attacked Jehoshaphat. Messengers arrived and reported to Jehoshaphat, A huge army is attacking you from the other side of the Dead Sea, from the direction of Edom. Look, they are in Hazazazon, Tamar, that is, in Gedi. Jehoshaphat was afraid, so he decided to seek the Lord's advice. He decreed that all Judah should observe a fast. The people of Judah assembled to ask for the Lord's help. They came from all the cities of Judah to ask for the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat stood before the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem at the Lord's temple in front of the new courtyard. He prayed, O Lord God of our ancestors, you are the God who lives in heaven and rules over all the kingdoms of the nations. You possess strength and power. No one can stand against you. Our God, you drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it as a permanent possession to the descendants of your friend Abraham. They settled down in it and built in it a temple to honor you, saying, If disaster comes on us, in the form of a military attack, judgment, plague, or famine, we will stand in front of this temple before you. For you are present in this temple. We will cry out to you for help in our distress, so that you will hear us and deliver us. Now the Ammonites, Moabites, and the men from Mount Seir are coming. When Israel came from the land of Egypt, you did not allow them to invade these lands. They bypassed them and did not destroy them. Look how they are repaying us. They come to drive us out of our allotted land, which you assign to us. Our God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless against this huge army that attacks us. We don't know what we should do. We look to you for help. All the men of Judah were standing before the Lord, along with their infants, wives, and children. Then in the midst of the assembly, the Lord's Spirit came upon Jachaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jeel, son of Mataniah, 
a Levite in descendants of Asaph. He said, Pay attention, all you people of Judah, residents of Jerusalem, and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says to you. Don't be afraid and don't panic because of this huge army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them as they come up from the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the ravine in front of the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not fight in this battle. Take your position, stand, and watch the Lord deliver you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Don't be afraid and don't panic. Tomorrow, march out towards them. The Lord is with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face towards the ground, and all the people of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord and worshipped him. Then some Levites from the Kohathites and Korahites got up and loudly praised the Lord God of Israel. Early the next morning, they marched out to the wilderness of Tekoa. When they were ready to march, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Listen to me, you people of Judah and residents of Jerusalem. Trust in the Lord your God, and you will be safe. Trust in the message of his prophets, and you will win. He met with the people and appointed musicians to play before the Lord and praise his majestic splendor. As they marched ahead of the warriors, they said, Give thanks to the Lord, for his loyal love endures. When they began to shout and praise, the Lord suddenly attacked the Ammonites, Moabites, and men from Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites attacked the men from Mount Seir and annihilated them. When they had finished off the men of Seir, they attacked and destroyed one another. When the men of Judah arrived at the observation post overlooking the wilderness and looked at the huge army, they saw dead bodies on the ground. There were no survivors. Jehoshaphat and his men went to gather the plunder. They found a huge amount of supplies, clothing, and valuable items. They carried away everything they could. There was so much plunder, it took them three days to haul it off. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of the Baraka, where they praised the Lord, so that the place is called the Valley of Baraka to this very day. Then all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, with Jehoshaphat leading them. The Lord had given them reason to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem to the sound of stringed instruments and trumpets and proceeded to the temple of the Lord. All the kingdoms of the surrounding lands were afraid of God when they heard how the Lord had fought against Israel's enemies. Jehoshaphat's kingdoms enjoyed peace. His God made him secure on every side. Psalm 27 by David The Lord is my light and my salvation. I fear no one. The Lord protects my life. I am afraid of no one. When evil men attack me to devour my flesh, when my adversaries and enemies attack me, they stumble and fall. Even when an army is deployed against me, I do not fear. Even when war is imminent, I remain confident. I have asked the Lord for one thing. This is what I desire. I want to live in the Lord's house all the days of my life so I can gaze at the splendor of the Lord and contemplate in his temple. He will surely give me shelter in the day of danger. He will hide me in his home. He will place me on an inaccessible rocky summit. Now I will triumph over my enemies who surround me. I will offer sacrifices in his dwelling place and shout for joy. I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear me, O Lord, when I cry out. Have mercy on me and answer me. My heart tells me to pray to you, and I do pray to you, O Lord. Do not reject me. Do not push your servant away in anger. You are my deliverer. Do not forsake or abandon me, O God who vindicates me. Even if my father and mother abandoned me, the Lord would take me in. Teach me how you want me to live, Lord. Lead me along a level path because of those who wait to ambush me. Do not turn me over to my enemies. 
for false witnesses who want to destroy me testify against me. Where would I be if I did not believe I would experience the Lord's favor in the land of the living? Rely on the Lord. Be strong and confident. Rely on the Lord. Psalm 83, a song, a psalm of Asaph. O God, do not be silent. Do not ignore us. Do not be inactive, O God. For look, your enemies are making a commotion. Those who hate you are hostile. They carefully plot against your people and make plans to harm the ones you cherish. They say, come on, let's annihilate them so they are no longer a nation. Then the name of Israel will be remembered no more. Yes, they devise a unified strategy. They form an alliance against you. It includes the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gebal, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia and the inhabitants of Tyre. Even Assyria has allied with them, lending its strength to the descendants of Lot, Selah. Do to them as you did to Midian, as you did to Sisera and Jabin at the Kishon River. They were destroyed at Endor. Their corpses were like manure on the ground. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, and all their rulers like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, Let's take over the pastures of God. Oh my God, make them like dead thistles, like dead weeds blown away by the wind, like the fire that burns down the forest, or the flames that consume the mountainsides. Chase them with your gale winds, and terrify them with your windstorm. Cover their faces with shame, so they may seek you, O Lord. May they be humiliated and continually terrified. May they die in shame. Then they will know that you alone are the Lord, the Most High over all the earth. New Testament reading. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. Washing the disciples' feet. Just before the Passover feast, Jesus knew that his time had come to depart from this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now loved them to the very end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, that he should betray Jesus. Because Jesus knew that the Father had handed all things over to him, that he had come from God and was going back to God, he got up from the meal, removed his outer clothes, took a towel and tied it around himself. He poured water into the wash basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to dry them with the towel he had wrapped around himself. Then he came to Simon Peter. Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not understand what I'm doing now, but you will understand after these things. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus replied, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, wash not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus replied, The one who has bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not every one of you. For Jesus knew the one who was going to betray him. For this reason, he said, not every one of you is clean. So when Jesus had washed their feet and put his outer clothing back on, he took his place at the table again and said to them, Do you understand what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and do so correctly for that is what I am. If I then, your Lord and your teacher, have washed your feet, you too ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, and you should do just as I have done for you. I tell you the solemn truth. The slave is not greater than his master, nor is the one who is sent as a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you understand these things, you will be blessed if you do them. 
Mark chapter 14, verses 17 through 26. Then when it was evening, he came to the house with the twelve. While they were at the table eating, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, one of you eating with me will betray me. They were distressed, and one by one said to him, Surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who dips his hand with me into the bowl. For the Son of Man will go as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for him if he had never been born. The Lord's Supper While they were eating, he took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take it, this is my body. And after taking the cup and giving thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood, the blood of the covenant, that is poured out for many. I tell you the truth, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and just God, we thank you. We thank you for another opportunity to get in the word, to reflect on your character, to be reminded of redemptive history and redemptive reality that is upon us right now. We thank you, O God, for the life, the death, the resurrection, and the continuing sanctifying work through the spirit of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, O God, that we do not have to live a life of fear Although we know that we experience fear from time to time, from moment to moment, we can entrust our fear and our worries and our enemies, our very real enemies, to you, O God. We are reminded in these texts the ways in which you have conquered our greatest fears, the way in which you protect us and keep us. You will show us, O God, that our enemies ultimately have no power no power to snatch us from the palm of your hand, and that they may even find themselves looking foolish as they are defeated, as they turn on each other. And so, O oh God, today, we entrust our enemies over to you, the enemies of our mind, O oh God, the enemies of our body, the enemies that plague us in society, wherever we may find ourselves. We entrust them over to you, O oh God, that you might change them. And as we are reminded, O oh Lord, that you may bring judgment, but you may also bring transformation of their hearts and of their minds. And so, O oh God, we ask that you would have mercy as we've been taught to pray for our enemies, O oh Lord. So would you change them? And would you change us? Would you reveal to us where we are enemies unjustly to others, O oh God? Would you again grant to us a clean heart? Renew our minds. Grant us the mind of Christ, O oh Lord. Lord God, we seek to live a life where we obey you where we love you through obedience, where we do not plot against you by embracing sin and denying our own sin, O oh God. We thank you, O oh Lord, that even your enemies could not stop your plan, that even Judas could not take you out of your will for us, that you indeed would go to the cross and not be defeated by death, but using that as a door to bring not only yourself resurrection, but all of us resurrected life in you. God, we thank you that we do not have to live intimidated by our enemies because your plans for us are yes and amen. They will indeed come to pass. 
and they are being worked out, even if our eyes cannot yet see it. It is in your name that we pray and entrust ourselves, the God who has power over all of our fears and over all of our enemies. Amen. Sarah Cohen Johnson, the author of Teach Your Children Well, believes that parental involvement is the most influential predictor of a child's spirituality throughout their lives. Sarah's book discusses how parents can have an active discipleship role in forming their children's faith and provides insights and strategies for children in different stages of life. This valuable resource, which includes exercises and activities that families can do together, can help parents disciple their children creatively and confidently. Get your copy of Teach Your Children Well today at ibpress.com and as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's